My name is Jesse, and I work with small businesses in the government marketplace. You're listening to FedBiz5, where you get informed, get connected, and get results on everything government contracting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of FedBiz5. Frank is back today for part two of your company's government readiness level. In the first part, Frank discussed getting registered and optimized, as well as your market exposure and visibility. Let's just jump right in. Frank, where does a firm go from here? Well, Jesse, once a firm gets registered, optimized, and is visible to government buyers and large businesses alike, it's time to develop their business resume. Now, this is level three. Again, you must have some experience in selling products or providing services that you are attempting to sell to the government. For most companies, that's going to be commercial experience. Now, many years ago, the capability statement was created to provide government buyers with all of the information they need to identify a business for government contracts. The capability statement is the standard tool that's utilized by federal buyers and decision makers to conduct initial evaluations of your firm's competencies and qualifications. The intent of a capability statement is to introduce your company to the government contracting staff. It's typically a one-page document and clearly displays your company's core competencies, demographic and registration data, differentiators, and past performance, both government and commercial. An effective capability statement is equal parts form, function, and design, ensuring that your company makes a positive and lasting first impression. And remember, the capability statement simply supplements your overall marketing efforts, but can be used in commercial settings with equal success. Great information, and I do remember you mentioning in an earlier session that there is never a bad time to send out your capability statement, correct? That's true, Jesse. All right, so now what is the fourth level in a company's government readiness? All right, the fourth level in a government readiness is to begin a targeted market research and initiate an outreach campaign. Folks, it's now time to get serious. FedBiz Access offers a variety of marketing plans and approaches, but the simple fact is no matter what approach or plan you follow, you must begin marketing your firm to government buyers if you expect to be successful in the government marketplace. You should start your marketing by identifying one or two government agencies that you want to work with and agencies that utilize the products or services that you provide. Don't bite off more than you can chew. A lot of people that I have spoken with want to market to everyone, but in reality, a firm has only so many resources, financial and personnel, that can be devoted to marketing. So find an agency that utilizes what you sell and or an agency where you have some relationship and begin an outreach to folks in that agency. One of the best sources of information and assistance is the Office of Small and Disadvantaged Business Utilization. Every federal agency has one of those offices, and they are established to act as the liaison for small businesses working within their agency. You can find these offices by searching the agency website or by going to Google and putting in the acronym OSDBU 
and the agency name that you're targeting. You could do like Yahoo too, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> Not just Google. <laughs> no, that's any, okay. any search engine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, Jesse. Any search engine will work. So I, I, I apologize if I cut you off. Oh, no problem. Excellent. Uh, actually, the individuals though that do work in these offices spend their day assisting small and disadvantaged businesses. They help them to get in touch with the right people in their agency. And they work behind the scenes at the agency to ensure that that agency is meeting or exceeding their small business goals. Another approach is to identify government contracts and contractors that work in that agency. If you know of a firm that has a contract with your target agency, ask them for the name and contact information of their contracting officer. Then reach out to that person. Introduce yourself and your company. And remember, provide the agency contact with a copy of your capability statement and make sure you let them know what you offer and that you're very interested in working with their agency. You can also ask for an in-person meeting, if practical, and make sure they know who you are, what you do, and how to reach you. Remember, most government contracts are not handled through full and open bid competitions nor are they announced prior to bids being received. Bids are requested and reviewed, but most companies have an existing relationship with that agency. You have to market yourself to be included in these opportunities. Right. You really do have to keep that mindset, you know, like get out there and and put it in their face, but also you're building a relationship. That's the most important part, my opinion. I don't I don't know if you agree or not, but... Oh, I do agree, Jesse. It's absolutely the most important part is to build a relationship with the folks in that contracting office. All of that makes absolute sense to me. So what's the final level? Sure. The final level, which is our level five, is about becoming a preferred government contractor and getting certified under whatever status is applicable to your company. Now, government places preferential status on a number of different socioeconomic categories, such as woman-owned, minority-owned, veteran-owned, hub-zone, 8A, and GSA schedule. Each of these statuses provides additional benefits and opportunities for receiving government contracts. Now, if applicable, companies should take advantage of as many of these as possible. With the veteran-owned, minority-owned, woman-owned, and hub-zoned certifications, they provide businesses with set-asides and sole-source contract opportunities. As the federal government works to level the playing field by limiting competition on certain contracts, federal officials, buyers if you will, are incentivized to meet small business contracting goals. The current administration is attempting to reach a total of 15% of all contract funds being awarded to small disadvantaged businesses. While each of these statuses need to be applied for and each have specific qualifying factors, these certifications come with many benefits that greatly improve the chances of a business receiving government awards. Now, 8A certification and GSA schedule contracts are additional statuses that have specific qualifications for small businesses, but in this case, they must already have proven themselves in their market and are even more valuable in obtaining government business. 
So hopefully our audience will see that their government readiness level lays out the process toward building a business that specializes in government contracting. And the further a business moves through the various levels, the more opportunities they become eligible for and the greater their opportunity for success in the government contracts market. Frank, excellent, excellent information. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm sure our listeners do as well. I think that's going to conclude our part two of knowing your government readiness level. Frank, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate everything. Appreciate it as always there, Jess. (laughs) All right. You have a good day now. Thanks, you too. This concludes this week's episode of FedBiz 5, where you get informed, get connected, and get results. Today's podcast is sponsored by FedBiz Access, government contracting made simple. Visit them at fedbizaccess.com or contact them at 888-299-4498.